to five o'clock. We've got soul, funk, um, and a little bit of everything else that you are going to want to stick around for. Um, the Soul Jazz Orchestra is going to kick things off for us. Um, welcome to the show, Little Bit of Soul. I'm your host, Jade, on CITR 101.9 FM. There's the Montreal-based group 
the Soul Jazz Orchestra with a tune called As the Crow Flies off of their album called Inner Fire. Up next, we're going to be hearing Willie and the Mighty Magnificence, um, who are going to take us into the next soul portion of the show. Um, He's going to be playing Funky Eight Corners Part 1 for us. Um, They are a, Willie and the Mighty Magnificence are a New Jersey-based funk group. Um, And the tune that you're going to be hearing, Funky Eight Corners, um, is known to be a cult funk classic um, single. Um, Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about learning about and enjoying the Memphis Horns, who were the backup brass group for Stax Records. We're going to be learning more about them, um, enjoying their sound, um, and seeing why they were so influential. So you're going to want to stick around on Little Bit of Soul for that. For now, here's Willie and the Mighty Magnificence. Tell me, Willie, I heard the funky folk on it.
You're listening right there to a high school band called the Kashmir High School um, or the Kashmir Stage Band. Um, and that group of musicians um, were the stage band at their high school called Kashmir High School in Houston, Texas. Um, and the story goes that the music teacher, Conrad O. Johnson, um, was at an Otis Redding concert, and he was so inspired um, that he decided to strike up the band, as they say, at the high school and form this amazing group um, who you just heard. Um, that was off of the album Texas Thunder Soul, 1968 to 1974, which I suggest you get your hands on. Um, and that little story um, plays nicely into what we're going to be doing later on in the show, which is discussing the Mem Memphis Horns, um, which was a group of um, musicians, brass musicians, who got started with Stax Records. And of course, Otis Redding, who Conrad O. Johnson went to go and hear, um, was part of that label. So that plays nicely into what we're going to be discussing later, um, which I hope you're going to be sticking around for. Um, we are going to take a quick break here on Little Bit of Soul, um, and then we're going to be back with some more great tunes. Thanks for tuning in to CITR 101.9 FM. so sad. Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three, four. Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary. Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent of Attention it. grad students. Share your research. Find out what's going on in other disciplines. Approach your work from a new angle. Check out Fire Talks, the interdisciplinary discussion forum sponsored by the Research Commons at Kerner Library. Visit bit.ly slash firetalk for more information. I want to go home, but I ain't got sufficient clothes. Doggone my bad luck so I ain't got no money, and my job's done closed. I would call that a woman, but I'm afraid that she may explode. My wife done quit me, my girlfriend too. Doggone my bad luck soul. I ain't got nobody, and I don't know what to do. They say things will get better, but I don't believe that's true. I thought I had friends, but they all disappeared. Doggone my bad luck So everything I do people Everything I do seems to be wrong It wouldn't be so bad If I knew that I had a Disappeared. 
I have one more for you before we get started talking about the Memphis Horns. Um, we're going to have a listen to a little lady called Patty Drew, um, who was also from southern United States. Um, we're sort of doing a soulful tour of southern United States today. She also um, was raised in Tennessee, um, Nashville, Tennessee, actually. Um, and this tune of hers called Tell Him was a hit in 1964. Although it didn't reach the top of the charts, charts it did quite well. Um, and we today are still going to be listening to it right here on Little Bit of Soul. Boom, boom, Right. There was Patty Drew. Um, and now on to the Memphis Horns. We're going to travel on over to Memphis, Tennessee and talk about um, the Memphis Horns, who continue to be considered the best soul horn section ever um, and who have played for artists ranging from Aretha Franklin and Al Green to Elvis Presley um, Sting and Peter Gabriel even. So moving on into the new sounds. Um, but you might originally recognize the name the Memphis Horns from their appearances on the recordings for Stax Records, which is where they actually got started. Um, the Sextet, which originally included members Wayne Jackson, Andrew Love, 
Ed Logan, Lewis Collins, Jack Hale, and James Mitchell appeared on almost every Stax recording during the label's time in the 60s and 70s and brought its own soulful sound uh, to the recordings of the Stax family members whose names include Isaac Hayes, Otis Redding, Sam and Dave, and Rufus Thomas, and oh so many more. Um, but I'm sure those are just a couple of the names that you have heard of before. And although we give a lot of credit to these famous lead singers um, and the names of Stax Records, um, it's also important to recognize the other musicians who um, help to build this, the label sound, the other key players who are helping to make the label big. Um, and the reason why the Memphis Horns were able to go on to, the rec- to continue on through the 80s and 90s is because they could stand on their own as a musical group. Um, they didn't just have to be backing other artists. And over the years, the group was able to change their sound to suit the changes in, in the musical tide, where they took on funk um, as well and could play to a variety of musical styles. The Memphis Horns uh, would later be reduced to um, a duo. We would only have uh, Wayne or Wayne Jackson and Andrew Love um, still playing um, with the original sound later on. And I thought that we'd first have a listen to one of the Memphis Horns recordings from 1977, and then we would backtrack a bit. Um, to some of the more well-known recordings um, that they backed on the stacks tunes. So to get things started, here are the Memphis Horns in 1977 with What the Funk.
Here's another track that the Memphis Horns are known for being part of. It's the Marquise with Last Night. I'm sure you recognize this one, if not from the YouTube video of a cat sitting on a turtle. Recognize that tune? Thought so. We're talking about the Memphis Horns right now on this portion of Little Bit of Soul. Um, And those were two tunes on which they were featured. The Memphis Horns with What the Funk was first. And then last night um, where the Memphis Horn players were part of the ensemble for the group called The Marquise. And next, I thought that I might play a little bit of um, a live show from 1967 in Oslo, Norway, um, which is where a number of Stax artists um, were going on on tour. Um, they all met up in Oslo, Norway, of all places, um, in 1967. Um and put on a fantastic show um, on this really tiny stage. Um, You can actually buy the DVD of the live live show. Um, I actually borrowed it from my neighbor, so thank you, Tom, um, (laughs) who shares a passion for Stax Records for... um, introducing me to the footage and in the um, show you can see all of the big names Sam and Dave, Otis Redding um, and Eddie Floyd who we're going to be having a listen to up next um, on this really small stage that's probably like two feet high Um, and they are just giving it all they've got um, and when you see the footage of the audience, all these like <laughs> young white kids who are just watching this crazy show of Southern um, American soul artists who are just jumping around and, you know, full of energy. It's 
pretty amazing. It, you can tell that they've never seen anything like it. Um, in a minute, we're going to be talking about um, some of the commentary that um, a number of artists um, later on um, put over the show um, after re-watching it so many years later. Um, we are first going to have Eddie Floyd with Raise Your Hand. Um, and then we're going to go on into listening to a live recording of Otis Redding with Try a Little Tenderness. Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Floyd.
know I feel all right this evening. <laughs> now, I want everybody over here to clap your hands one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I can get all the, all the soldiers on the front line right here to just turn around and clap your hands one time. I know you can do it. Come on. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody clap your hands one time. Eddie Floyd and the Memphis Horns backing him up there in 1967, Oslo, Norway. That's some live footage that we're having a look at today um, when studying the Memphis Horns. Now, something that's interesting that I learned from the film um, or the, the show and the live commentary when, when musicians were looking back um, over this live show is that if you watch horn sections, you'll you'll often see them kind of stepping um, to the music back and forth. And it could be mistaken as choreography, and maybe it partially was, but um, as explained by the, the band in the film, the brass section all, also does the stepping to make sure that they're keeping in time with one another. So that they're not so that you make sh- they make sure that they're in sync when they're playing um so i just found that really interesting and something that um i had never thought of before um so when you watch the footage footage of the memphis horns um keep an eye out for that um we are now going to take a li- look and a listen i guess for you guys um at the live version of Try a Little Tenderness, Otis Redding in 1967, backed up by the Memphis Horns. And this live recording um, is pretty wild because it goes on for six minutes um, when the original song is only a, a few minutes long, um, the, the in-studio recording that is. This one goes on for six minutes and at the end, Otis Redding is going crazy and he's you know calling all the musicians on stage and you know there's a lot of excitement and it's the end of the show um and another reason why he might be he might be um doing this as i learned again from the video is that otis redding really hated um going on stage after sam and dave because um, they were so energetic, um, and they often brought the house down. Um, so Otis Redding, I guess, was trying to outdo them, outshine them, um, and yeah, make sure everybody was having a good time at the end of the show. Um, but here he is in 1967. Here's that really crazy, wild version of Try a Little Tenderness. Otis Redding and the Memphis Horns on Little Bit of Soul song that we love to do. The song of the rock. Oh, oh, she may be weary. And young girls, they do get weary. Wearing that same old shaggy dress. But when she gets weary, try 
And apparently that video doesn't want to play anymore. Okay, so <laughs> I hope you had an enjoyable time looking at the Memphis horns there. Um, I hope you learned something new about Stax Records. Um, it was a lot of fun doing research for that segment. Um, and we're going to be right back because we're running out of time on today's show. Um but don't go anywhere. You're listening to Little Bit of Soul on CITR 101.9 FM. Hey there. This ad caught your attention. It also caught the attention of the coolest people from Squamish to Bellingham. Music fans, students, and members of various cultural communities. If you want your ad to do the same, advertise with CITR and Discorder. If you've got a rad new ad or just something you want to share, whether in print, on air, or online, promote your wares, services, or events with us. Contact us at advertising at citr.ca or call 604-822-4342. Visit citr.ca for rates, information, and packages. This is the end of our ad, and if you're still here, we must be doing something right.
for a taste of the classics with a twist. Join me, Marguerite, with Classical Chaos, Sunday mornings starting at 9, right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver, Canada. You've been listening to Little Bit of Soul on CITR 101.9 FM. My name's Jade. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode um, where we've been talking about the Memphis Horns, Stacks Records, um, and listening to funk and soul. Um, You probably could also tell that the Memphis Horns went on to influence other groups like Earth, Wind & Fire, Parliament even, um, to name a couple of groups they probably influenced. Um, And if you want to have a listen back to this episode, if you missed all of that, you don't know what I'm talking about at all, you can also go to citr.ca, check out the podcasts by uh, looking up Little Bit of Soul, uh, finding today's episode Um, I'll also post them to my Facebook page, um, and you can find that by going to uh, Facebook, searching CITR 101.9 FM, Little Bit of Soul, and checking out what's up there. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this funktastic Monday episode of Little Bit of Soul. We've got the Leo Ramirez show coming up next for you here on CITR. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, guys. Um, I'm also going to leave you with one last tune. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have Louie Louie for you, um, but a groovy soul version by the Tropics. Um, and I'm going to leave you with that because I can. All right. See you later, guys.
Right. Mm-hmm.